gang gang ah gang 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 we are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name's David James Young. I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again, it's Nathan Harrison. Hello. It's Andrew McDonald. We're back. We're still back. We're still back. <laughs> yeah, another week. Yeah. Oh, yo. And Adam Buncher. How hot is it? How hot is it? How have we not done that before? Right? <laughs> Yeah, we're back. 97. It's a wild time. Uh, we got so, so much to go. heaven. Yeah. Let's press on. We're into number 95. Uh, we're going to hear a track from Faithless. This song's called Don't Leave. Oh, come on. Don't. Oh, don't. Oh, t- how about you don't? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, don't, I've been giving it. I've been giving it some thought. Um, instead of leaving. Yeah. How about don't? How about- Could you not? <laughs> Can you just fucking not leave? You're at about leaving. I need you to be at about don't leave. <laughs> okay. Mm. Talk to the hand on leaving. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it. Packing your bags like people in the movies do. All severe and not saying a word. And I'm sitting down here just watching you. And I'm thinking, where is all the love gone? Where's the love gone to? Don't leave. You got me hurting. Don't leave. You know it's never been easy to love someone like me. I didn't know anything was wrong And last night, well, I was thinking it through Trying to find who am I And what you need me to do That was Faithless, believe it or not At number 95 The song called Don't Leave Don't I saw Faithless on the list. I'm like, I'm gonna get my day glow out. I'm gonna get on Nathan's like, rave proper again. dance band. Like mm. God is a DJ. Yeah, God like... is a motherfucking DJ. Fucking insomnia. Yep. Um, w- mass destruction. I want more. Like, I some... want more of that. Oh, I want more <laughs> of that. Yes, please. Some gorgeous, gorgeous, big bangers. They are unreal. I love a bit of Faithless. Or so I thought. <laughs> what the fuck is this tepid bullshit? It sounds like a Take That song. Oh, God. I Take That are marginally better. This, yeah. is, this sounds like someone who, like... It makes me think of the writer of this song has heard of emotions. <laughs> I think I've got it. I think I've got emotions. I think this is how you do yeah. the emotions. Let me let me lay it down, and then this And the person's out. like, do you want to write it down? I'm like, no, no, I, I, I got, got it. it. I think I'm all right. Just let me... I need, I need a soul choir. Mm. Need that. I need piano because it's the emotional instrument. <laughs> I need. I mean, let's look at the history of pop music. You know, let's go back to the sixties. Baby, please don't go. 
Oh, baby, please don't go. Back in the 70s. If you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. And then, oh, don't leave. Come on. Don't just, leave. Could you not? Can't. Well, oh. honestly, if asking hasn't worked for 30 years, yeah, I think you'd yeah, be yeah, at a bit yeah, of yeah. a, like... Because, okay, what you've proved is that, like, asking someone not to leave is a, is a deeply emotional premise, and that's that's huge. Like, you think about that situation and you feel knotted up in, yeah. your, in mm. your chest or whatever. You don't sound like, right. oh, well... You can don't do, leave. Do, do, do what you want. Like don't be that. cool about it, man. Like you either write a cool song or you write an emotional song, right? You can't be sitting there with your aviator glasses inside and your bob haircut. Yeah. And your, Have we and your, learned nothing you can't from cry behind your aviator? Come on. You cannot cry like, behind your aviator. I just can't take it seriously, like at yeah. all. Not because it's shit. Well, yeah. yeah. But if I was talking to someone and like this is a really like important song to me, I would just not understand. Yeah. What like. It's and and I would really be struggling to, not like, to snigger at them the whole time. Like, <laughs> if someone was like this, you know, this is a song that I've cried to. I'd be like, mm. sorry, what? Yeah. You this, know, this song yeah. speaks Are to me. Are there two bands called Faithless that released <laughs> a song called Don't Leave? This is a love song for accountants having their third walk down the aisle. That's what I reckon. <sighs> Wow, that's during the aisle walk. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> just like leave. today, please don't leave. He's like, grim again. Yeah. I can't do this three times because it's because it is kind of like it's it's got a little bit of like chilled out happiness to it, which is not fitting for the song, but it's fitting. It is fitting for an accountant <laughs> having getting married and being hopeful that this time she won't leave. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. That's, that's a take I will buy. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that take. Take it fresh and hot. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought of it as like, it was well on its way to being an uh, ironic song or a parody song, and then it just they just stopped doing that, and it just landed here. I can actually kind of get like it doing well in England, because they're a British band. Mm. Like, and you know, England has a bit of a, a thing for this kind of yeah. crap. <clears throat> actually, you know, what, you know what's <laughs> fucking funny? Okay. Uh, Rollo Armstrong, who's like one of the main, like, songwriters of faithless his sister is dido huh. yeah oh. true story yeah right wow. so going down can't you imagine ship. this as a dido song well no. i mean i could if i thought about it but i, I can imagine being not. related to this person and be like i can do better than that yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do better than that <laughs> yeah Huh. And to her credit, she did. Yeah. yeah. Here with me is a banger. Awkward so family dinner that year. Oh, it's yeah. like, wasn't your sister's song good, <laughs> Rollo? And Rollo's like... Why can't like, be more like her? Yeah, it was great. Thanks. The mum's like, I hope you're hungry because I don't want you to leave any of the food. Uh, <laughs> do you get it, Rollo? Dad's Rollo, just Rollo? fucking Rollo? ripping Rollo. Because <laughs> the whole... Hey, hey. I was giving him a noogie. <laughs> I'm successful in my own circles. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't know them. They're from a different school. <laughs> <laughs> you got 95 in the hottest 100. Oh, I think that's good. Yeah. I, I, I think- it can leave. <laughs> You're good now. In the words of Julius Caesar, I left. I did nothing. I returned. At number 94, it's Rebecca's Empire. Again, with the way of all things.
Mecha's Empire, number 94 in the 1997 Hottest 100. That's a song called The Way of All Things. Nathan. Yes? Things. Yeah, okay. I know. I was like, what do you got? But I got not. That's fine. Dude, it's Rebecca's <laughs> Empire. What do you expect? This is our favorite Tism cover band. Hey. <laughs> We've been talking about these guys since season two. Yeah, and every year. Yeah, mm. and yeah, this- that's what they do. They leave. They do nothing. Yeah. They, they come back. back. Repeat, yeah. Yeah. repeat offenders. Yeah. yeah. So this is the title track of the long-awaited debut album. Like when we first started talking about them, oh, it was yeah, an EP it was all EPs. and. Yeah, it's like, what, four seasons in a row now? We've mm-hmm. talked about Rebecca's Empire. Yeah, the wiki actually says um, only three seasons, but it is, I think, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's four. <laughs> well, I don't think the Are wiki's we updated with page? the new season yet. Can yeah. someone maybe please will... edit us into oh, Rebecca's us. Empire Wikipedia page? Please. I'm, I'm definitely going to make our Wikipedia page. <laughs> Often talked about in podcast, hottest hundred red link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a pretty fun song. Oh, I think this fucking rules. I yeah, really like it. It's like fun it. and, and it's cool. Fine. Her voice okay. is great. Mm. I would totally go and see this band in 97, like based off this song. I think the sitar is, is bi- I don't, like that doesn't oh, sit it's super a bit well. Oh, it's it, isn't it? It, it, it sitars well with me. I think it's <laughs> oh, fine. No. Nice. But it's just like, no. I, I don't really know why it's there other than the song is called The Way of All Things, which is like a bit mystical. And uh, like, I, I just don't need it. I think the sitar was fine. Maybe now that you've said like The Way of All Things, like, yeah, I, I never made the mystical. It's yeah. a bit Ben like, Lee post Awake as the new sleep. That's it? what they're playing within the song. Like she, you know, she's got that line. Where she says, "I tried yoga, I tried meditation," and it's just yeah. kind of like, and, and it's kind of like I, I get a vibe that it's just kind of like spirituality is kind of inherent. Like it's just you just you got this, guys. You don't sure. need to you don't need to yeah. put on airs and graces. You're inherently kind of. The way of all things is just if it's here, then it's it's already kind of sacred in a way. I mean, that's the message that I get coming back mm. from the song. In that sense, like it's kind of crowded, housey in its in its vibe in, to some extent. I you can know see what I mean? that. Yeah. In terms in of that vibe. kind of in, yeah. in, in the way that we talked about, um, everything is good for you. It's this is kind of a snarkier. Everything is good for you. In a whoa, way. whoa! Just on sitar, the first time we talked about Rebecca's Empire, season two, episode thirteen, Atomic Electric. That episode was called This Is Sitar Mom. Oh, cause, wow. Because that, that episode also had Matha. Matha. That's like a little prophetic. That's like a good that's a arc. prophetic moment for this, us. This is a really well-written podcast. This oh, my like, God. It's like everything connects. It's like, just like the way of all things connected. We're so perfectly on script. It's like we can finish one another's sandwiches. <laughs> Silver said different things and Nathan was quiet. (laughs) 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 I'm glad you like this song though. Yeah, I think it's cool. I always like a good um something I didn't realise that I had an affinity for until listening to this song, but I like when verses are mainly driven by drum and bass and then having guitar accents. I feel like that's also a bit of like a post punk thing as well. Exactly. You have that really stripped back verse and then the guitar comes in for accents. Pixies as well. Yeah, precisely like Pixies. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the um, sitar thing adds like a flourish to it that that separates it from the pack a little bit. I've heard this and then went back and looked at the notes for So Rude and I remember just like enjoying that as well as being a pretty cool jam and now I'm thinking like I've enjoyed these guys enough that I'm going to have to check out this album. The worst thing that can happen is you only like the songs that we've talked about and that's and half like the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about like, them so much now. Yeah. This was fucking cool. Honestly, like I, if I was a 
20-year-old when Rebecca's Empire were first kicking around, I would be a stan. I would follow, yeah. I would see their yeah. live shows. You would, like, regularly. 100%, like, you know, because they played, like, home bank and stuff, obviously. You'd yeah. be, like, definitely yeah. catching their set. It's self-evident that these guys were loved and loved at the time. Exactly, look yeah. At, all these look repeat at, exactly. appearances. They've got From that, the very beginning. Yeah, like, big these, fan base. Just great Australian rock music. Yeah, yeah obvious support well. from Triple J. Yeah. Um, you know, just a mainstay in the 90s alternative music scene so it is kind of sad that this is the last time that we're going to get to talk about but this kind of this is our farewell since this is our farewell i think that it's really wonderful this is the kind of sound when when people stupidly say Mm. things that they miss the old triple j and blah 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 and obviously that is a moronic statement music evolves and triple j evolves with music yeah bum but i think this is the kind of sound people are talking about good strip back australian rock music that sounds a little bit different enough to separate it from the pack it's just wonderful with great songwriting and it's an excellent really wholesome comment on the youtube video where somebody by the username Aaron's Obsession says this song may be two years older than me but I love it and that fucking rules wow, that this person who was good. born in 99 loves Isn't this it? song that's really cool so Rebecca Barnard who is the Rebecca of Rebecca's Empire um, her story doesn't end here she goes on to it'd be hilarious if it wasn't named after her <laughs> you know what I am assuming that yeah. I, I do not know for sure. I, I assume that's the case. It could have been a different Rebecca. There may have been more than one yeah. Rebecca in the band, or it may have been named after Rebecca that wasn't even part of the band. Who am I to assume? Need to get my fact checked. It's an empire right. of Rebecca's. It could yeah. be no apostrophe. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's a bunch of Rebecca's named empire. <laughs> yeah, it's like how the cat empire are just like seven cats. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. Well, meow, meow, meow. Sorry to do hello, hello, but. Meow, 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 meow. Fucking hell. He's saying, have you seen a cat? <laughs> Have you seen, you haven't seen this cat? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to see that cat. Anyway, so Rebecca Barnard, uh, still working as a as a musician, she released an album this very year, um, which is available on Spotify, and you can check it out there. She also worked with a load of other artists throughout the course of the years. She, I mean, we, we talked about in a previous song. We talked about Rebecca's Empire for a while. She had a cooking show on Triple J, which oh, is what? called like One Pot Rock, which is really cool. Oh, so, yeah, and that's I worth bringing up again. That. And she, you know, she's been on Rock Quiz. She's just like she, she managed be, to stay. Rebecca's around. Empire <laughs> ah! would be a good name for a pie. <laughs> yeah, or give a response. Re Becker's Empire <laughs> regarding <laughs> Becker's meat pie. Oh my god, Ari Becker's Empire has to be a podcast where we go through and listen to every Rebecca's Empire song. <laughs> I feel like we've nearly we've done half of we, that. Yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of the it's, work, haven't we? It's this podcast all along. Um, Whoa. Some of the names of people she's worked with include the greats like Paul Kelly, Tim Rogers, uh, Tism. She actually got to work with Tism, the band whom she covered in order to first become famous. Do you know beautiful. in what context? I do not. It's you all right, sh- I'll find out. Yeah, uh, you, I bet you will. Uh, the Foves, uh, the Black Sorrows, UMI. Yeah, as I said, still releasing solo work and... For those of, uh, who are only just hearing us talk about Rebecca's Empire for the first time here, totally worth going back and having a listen to the other things that we've said about Rebecca's Empire for some of their many other pretty awesome tracks. I don't think we've ever had a Rebecca's Empire track that we haven't really enjoyed. If you hit to our Wuchka page and search Rebecca's Empire, you should be able to find the episodes there. Assuming that we tag correctly, which we'll get feedback. People being like, yo, your tagging is rubbish. <laughs> I will fist fight anyone that that that, that says, says that though. Like I, I'm, I think I'm, it's I think there are definitely some times where we drop the ball. So I'll drop my <laughs> balls on their face. These nuts. These nuts. I shouldn't help you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need it. Doesn't to be honest, it. I don't need your handouts. Now, 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 
Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's- Welcome back, Skunk Hour, I guess. So much, you know, Hottest Hundreds Alum in this countdown already. Definitely. Uh, So the last time we talked about these guys was a song called Up to Our Necks in It, which is arguably Skunk Hour's most famous song, Mm. but sounds very different to this one because the album of this one is off Chin Chin, marked um, a bit of a departure for the band sonically and also in terms of personnel. Uh, The rapper slash spoken word artist that was previously associated with the band Dill. We all loved. (laughs) I didn't mind him. Yeah, it was all right. It was was kind of okay. I didn't hate Up up to Our Necks in It. No, no. I I think we talked about how the verses, it was like a bit cringy how... That sincere spoken word stuff mm. doesn't date. I, it's it's hard. It's hard to do. And if you can do it do. without it being terrible, then I think you've achieved. Maybe I said those very words in the in the episode. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so yeah, he's no longer there because he, at this point, is working uh, in the in-house animation studios of Walt Disney Animation in Australia. Oh yeah, I can see that transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you listen back to up to our accident. There's that line. I wish I was drawing I want to Bambi. animate. For Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was back masks. Yeah. Like, you had to listen to the song in reverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to animate for Disney. I know there will be a CGI movie soon. Yeah. Toy Story. Maybe Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tom Hanks. I can actually bring up that sample. Give me one second. I want to work for Disney. What is he going to do? Oh, come on, work. Piece of shit. For Disney. No. Disney. <laughs> there we go. No, it's not well. Oh. That's actually pretty tight. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're giving some sass on that last bit. Yeah. There's no, there was no sass in the way you delivered it. Backwards sass. Backwards he, he, sass. Deej knows how to put sass in backwards. Wow, man. <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> We're good. Um, yeah, so this is what they sound like in their own words. Getting a little bit more melodic. I say just sounding a little bit more like the Red Hot Chili Willies. You know, I don't know all of the Chili Peppers discography, especially the early stuff, and some more, I would, that's what I would first assume that it actually was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it's it, it's got a nice groove to it. Like, I, I like what's going on with the bass and the guitar and whatever. Like, it's... And to be fair, like, the vocal melodies, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, man, when it gets a bit weird towards the end and the notes don't quite fit, Something about that I really kind of enjoy. Yeah. Like it throws mm. me off, but there's something about it. I'm like, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hmm. that's actually 
it's kind of interesting. The way it kind of cleans up as well, it gets really distorted sonically in the very beginning through both vocals and what's going on in the bass and slowly it just becomes perfectly clean by the end of the song um also shouts out to the line poseidon's daughter is a dolphin girl in a liquid world jesus christ into it (laughs) (laughs) two sides of a good what else you want from lyrics mate It's got it all. You just want those. (laughs) Maybe something that wasn't directly pulled from an asshole. She's a dolphin girl in a liquid world, man. That's fucked. So comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Speaks to us all in some way. (laughs) Points off already for rhyming girl with world, but like, fuck, come on. She's a dolphin girl. In a liquid world. <laughs> I, I thought this was um like remembering the last Kunk Hours track we talked about, I was surprised mm. at how kind of normie this sounded. Mm. Like it was it was quite like middle of the road electro to me. I was Really? Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like electro funk rock done with like like Maroon Five enthusiasm. Because I think like the verses for Uptry Next and you know, whatever. I I think we all had opinions about that. But the chorus, I, th- I remember the chorus being it was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Like it was that really sort of big blues vocals. Yeah. yeah. And like, I miss that kind of moment and, and that there's like clarity of idea in this song. This is just kind of like a big mm. jumbly. Yeah, I think that's kind of jam. the. Yeah. It is that, that is kind of the point because you want to make it feel like you are the dolphin girl in the liquid world. Like, and I think it does succeed so in comfortable. That. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have to leave for air occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah. But you, the, That's you, poor design. You, you're right with the, on the, of the dolphin. <laughs> It'd be better if you didn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah. It would be better it's if like, you didn't have to breathe. So much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're right with the Chili Willy reference, I yeah, think. I think they so, are, yeah. They are, yeah. And I guess that's why I think it sounds a bit normy as somebody who... Like everybody thinks the chili willies are a bit normie. <laughs> Surely they've written about How dolphins. Dare you? <laughs> the chili pelopers did have at least one lyric about a dolphin. Is there a dolphin park in California? Because <laughs> <laughs> if so, probably. <laughs> Is dolphin a kind of heroin? <laughs> anybody got any other things That's about, to yeah. say about Not dolphins? Really, hey. Not really. We've got to wander around. Uh, Behind the Sun by the Chili Peppers has the lyric <laughs> um, Now while I shower in the rain, I watch my dolphin swim away. Is that the only one? Or is there um, more than one dolphin song? Because if there's well, more there's, than... there's an, uh, um Yes! Oh, it's the same song, though. More one dolphins? listens to the surf can feel the pulse beat of the earth, and like my dolphin swims so free, the sun does swim into the sea. Hmm. Uh, what? Skunk Hour, Weightlessness, In the End. Uh, it's all right. Is that, what, what do you guys think? It's a solid two out of seven. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to rush back to it. Hmm. Deitch? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Nonchalant dolphin shrug. But Toy Story, <laughs> great is film, great film. Excellent. So, so who won there? Yeah. In terms yeah. of the breakup, one person clearly won. Yeah. I mm. thought Toy Story two was okay. What? What are you talking about? It's great. It's, it's pretty good. It's the third best Toy Story. <laughs> two. Yeah. 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 You reckon? What do you? How do oh, you yeah. rank them? Yeah. How do you rank them? Well, I don't want. Like, I haven't seen it recently enough to 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 like. Right. Be, no, but to have this now, in this moment, how no. do you rank them? You have to. Two gun to your head. Two is still very good. I think, yeah, I, it's I, I the think, third best. I think, I think two is actually the Ooh. highest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But it's At 100% and not the by most me. number of 100. Yeah. Third highest. <laughs> <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be bound by what I say now. No, the, you have to, though. Gun to your head. Rank them. You have to be bound. Gotta be 3 1 2, yeah. 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 Or, yeah. 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 I, I go 1 3 2. Yeah, that's also. Legit. Uh, I guess. I guess I'd do as well. Or maybe. 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 Two story. Toy Story Two is the third best. 
At number 92, it is Sidewinder. This song is called Titanic Days. Sides coming in at coming in at number ninety-two in the nineteen ninety-seven hottest one hundred. That's a little ditty by the name of Titanic Days. It's you, Andrew. Yes. Um, we we only have a limited amount of time on here before we sink. So, uh, any room on that raft thing for for all of us? Or well, there's only room for my thoughts, which <laughs> is the main thing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> People scrambling for the lifeboats, and this like music note comes out. Sorry, I need to put my essay on this seat about uh, I, some critical thoughts about Sidewinder's 1997 cut Titanic Days. It's like, it's just, oh, there's no room for you on this lifeboat, Albert Einstein, the boy, <laughs> the absolute boy. I'm sure you yeah. like the world doesn't need you. Probably not a huge surprise that I quite dig this song. Jangly, overdriven, like that, that like, tremolo delay guitar mm. effect, obviously incredibly my jam. Songwriting like a little bit too straightforward, like the, like the post-Oasis idea of pop music. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. But the sonic ideas they're playing with here, I quite enjoy. Um, I don't think I'd heard of Sidewinder before. They're a blind spot. But this was honestly a cool enough song, like because this is so many years after, I guess, the shoegaze sound fell completely out of favour with bands in favour of, I guess, the Britpoppy kind of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's sold out, like, man. That's why I, I was, when I was listening to this, I was surprised. I'm like, oh my God, I was still doing this then. But of course, some bands still yeah. loved having tremolo of guitar effects. Yeah. And this is, <laughs> I, yeah, this is a fucking cool song. I really loved the, all the sonic ideas that they play with, even if I thought the songwriting itself was a bit too kind of safe. But um, like, yeah, I would very much love that if they took it a bit more... Like turn the guitar up a bit louder and put the vocals a bit quieter, but that's just me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, a la Rebecca's Empire, this band is one that people go back to and connect with with a huge amount of nostalgia. I actually saw these guys on a, a Double J listicle that was posted saying, like, here are some forgotten 90s bands that are still worth listening to today. Um, Love that shit. And There's always like, someone in the comments going, I never forgot about any of these bands. All right, Gavin, <laughs> sit down. Yeah. Um, but they were, they were bigging them up. They were talking about how particularly the album that this came off from 97, Tangerine, at the time it was absolutely massive. Like, yeah, it people was in- ride hard for Tangerine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, end of as, year as like list. a quintessential sort of '90s Australian rock album, which is really mm. interesting because I, it is the first time I've heard it mentioned. Mm. So, Sidewinder were certainly really huge at the time, and they certainly played a lot of festivals. Uh, Big day out, home bake. They supported Powderfinger Custard, um, the Hummingbirds when they toured. UMI. They were big friends with Tumbleweed, which I love. And originally coming out of Canberra. So you know, one Love to a good Canberra one band. to chalk up for like a yeah, like a, as a Canberra band, yeah. which is cool. I I think I pretty much echo your thoughts, Andrew. Mm. It's got a huge momentum behind it, and it's got kind of so much momentum and so much sonic force that you don't really care what it's propelling. I don't care what you've shot out of that cannon. I just care about the fact that there's something flying through the air right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that the the production and the like musicianship carry through the like yeah. lack of. 
appeal for my sensibilities of songwriting here. And the thoughtfulness that's put into the energy and the sonics means that the simplicity of the songwriting comes across as deliberate mm. and charming as opposed to lackluster. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, I, I kind of heard this as sort of like proto-taxi ride. More on the songwriting side, I guess, than the, yeah. like, the intricate guitar choices and stuff. But like I was like, oh, this like kind of has the same sort of energy and... You know, song structure is as ta- and Taxi Ride started in '97, so you know. Oh, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is a great song. I totally yeah. am keen to listen to Tangerine. Cool. If I think if it's more stuff like this, then that was probably gonna be a good time. Forgotten gem. Yeah. At number ninety-one, it's Blue Boy with "Remember Me." Remember me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-seven hottest one hundred. The song called "Remember Me." Clocking irony. A song called "Remember Me" is the ultimate. It's that song. Yeah. 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 It's just like, oh, I do remember you. Yeah. Yeah, Huh? No, it's always been there. Always. It's always been there. Even from before nineteen ninety-seven. Definitely. You're born with this song in part of your brain. Yeah. Was it was it it used in something, or was it just like a ridiculous? I think it's been used in a few things. I couldn't tell you what any of them are, but like, Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. Tame Impala used to cover it in their live sets. We'll get to talk about that cover. Will we? Yeah, it comes in a world countdown. Really? I didn't didn't Mm. know that. There you go. Yep. So Blue Boy, our boys in blue. Um, Boys in blue. British uh, DJ Alexis Blackmore. This is great. I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's like, it's just such a like, oh, I know this. Like, yeah. it's sort of hard to come to it. And that's the main interpretation of the song is that I right? remember it, not that's... that I. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think it's fun. Like the beat, yep. it's it's pretty. It's all pretty straightforward. Like, that's there's exactly not it. Yep. Heaps going on. Nope. But I think it just sort of succeeds because of like that really solid beat the way through, and then just that um that sample of of Marlena Shaw is the, just um... so good from um Woman of the Ghetto. Yep. It's just great. The sample is so damn good that and it basically just is the song. Like, yeah, and just the, like that to the beat. I'm like, yeah, this, this yeah. is sick. Once Blue Boy had found that sample, most of his work was done. He just had to construct a cool enough beat to go underneath it yeah. to carry it through. And that's all he did. And surprise, it bangs. Mm. It was such a pleasure to have this to prep for because um, unlike all the other songs, like I, I knew that I didn't have anything to think about. Yeah, like, yeah. There is nothing to say about this. There is just, I'm going to sit back and just have three minutes of a really good time. And that's what this song is. Yeah. Like, what, what else could you really... You can't just deconstruct I, well, I, 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 much I, more. In terms of its composition, I think that it's interesting that like, it kind of bridges that 
gap between your Portis heady trip hop and actual dance music. Like kind of yeah, sits, yeah. Sits, true sits enough. Sits in between that world. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, which I I appreciate and enjoy um, more from the trip hop perspective than I do the electronic dance perspective. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, the, obviously the song does bang. In trying to break it down, that's kind of the area that I see it sitting in. Just a simple, wonderful little jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite lovely. Um, there's like an interview with uh, Marlena talking about it. So uh, the Woman of the Ghetto was a song that came out in 1969. It's like a long time ago. 19, nice. Yeah. And when she she heard the song, she said, um, when it first happened, I was kind of excited about it. But then once I'd actually heard it, my first reaction was, oh my goodness, how in the world can I possibly stand on stage and sing those same notes and those same lyrics over and over again? Which is just so, like, so pure and wholesome and lovely that you would have that reaction to hearing like a song you you made decades ago, like th- nearly thirty years ago, sampled like that, and then she was like, "Oh, but then once I got used to the idea, I became excited all over again." And it's very nice. But yeah, was she in, uh, talking about that in reference to just like thinking about herself performing through listening to samples, or was she like preparing to actually sing this live and perform this live? I don't live? really know. Yeah, it kind of sounds like she thought that she, she was going to have to tour with this guy and sing it, but surely not. But maybe, <laughs> but maybe it happened. I yeah. don't know. I couldn't find any info on that, but I was interested. Yeah, like, it's just like a really lovely quote it's of just like lovely. listening to a song you you know you did thirty years ago yeah. and being like, "How can I possibly do that?" It would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird if you had to do that. If you had to go gang gang for that long. Yeah, there's a Saint Germain version, a version which is like you know jazz. There's also a Saint Germain version. But a, that's a that's a different thing yeah. entirely. But yeah, that's a very blue boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this is just a cool song. Yeah, it, it fucking slaps. It's yeah. A, it's a banger. Yeah. Good Certified shit. Certified banger. As good as at least Toy Story 3. Okay. I, I'm not ready to go there, but... It's <laughs> you put me on the spot, man. Okay, then no. It's not... It's not I, no. Is it as good as Toy Story 2? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you really hate Toy Story 2, don't you? No, I, I said I love the song. <laughs> what do you want from me? I want Toy Story 3, love. Too much love, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Andy was a blue boy in Toy Story 3. (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Thank you very much for listening and checking us out. Really appreciate it. Uh, Before we get out of here, it's time to pick our favourites and our least favourites and to see Mm. if our carryover champs are undefeated or have been dethroned. Yes, carryover champs and chumps. Mm-hmm. It's a new thing we're doing. Yeah. Season five, new champs thing. Champs and chumps. Champs yeah, and play, chumps. Play, champs and chumps. Play the theme song, Nathan. Hottest champs, hottest champs, hottest champs and chumps. I'm Nathan. <laughs> well, we'll see if that also carries over <laughs> into the next episode. <laughs> or whether it's it it wouldn't. Yeah. Right. Uh, my favourite from this week is Remember Me, but... Bound for the Floor is still carryover champion. Okay. Least favorite from this week is Don't Leave by Faithless, and that is a clear winner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You are my new chump, baby. I go Snap in that um, my favorite is also Blue Boy. Um, Faithless is the worst, and and now the the reigning reigning worst, (laughs) but also akin to you, it has not beaten Defunk. I am exactly the same Same as as you, Adam. Uh, My favorite, my new favorite of all, is uh, Rebecca's Empire? Way nice, yeah, right. Nice. Yeah. Favorite of all. Oh yeah, new, new yeah. This is the new champ. All right, um, and of course, new chump is Don't Leave. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. great, great. Don't leave. Sorry, Faithless. You have good songs though. It's just this isn't one of them. No. Now you're a new carryover chump. 
Four for four, carry over jump. Four for four, carry over jump. Oh, we have found a new way to like really grind. Yeah, grind the fucking (laughs) chili paste into the wound. Upset people that made music twenty years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Oh uh, man, this end of the countdown is just weird. It's weird. It's just like a weird. It's literally the arse end of the hottest one hundred. Well, that's mm. true. Like, so oh- thanks for sticking with us, listeners. <laughs> yeah. If you can't handle us at our fucking one hundred to eighty five, yeah. If you, you can't handle us at our don't leave, you don't deserve us at our no aphrodisiac. Yeah. And hey, just as you're getting over the massive shake up to the format that is carryover champs and chumps. Uh, we've got something new to introduce for you this week as well, Andrew. Everything's good for you and everything's good for us. We've got a new segment this week and we're going to be doing it every week, like all podcasts do, weekly segments, just regular professionals that we are. <laughs> but we have original theme music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's called What's Good For You and this is our new thing where we just say something outside of the realm of the Hoss 100 that we've been enjoying this week. Because we always talk about our personal taste in a peripheral way and this will mm. helpfully... Went so that way when you're like, oh man, Andrew keeps on banging on these fucking songs. He does that guy doesn't like a thing. Well, let me tell you, Don't I do like gold some things. Just yet, we need to we need to get this on record. What is this, this is like that I can rip on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to just say uh, this week, David, what's been good for you? Ah, uh, the new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard record. And yes, there is a new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard record. Oh my God, is it Tuesday already? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Polygondwana Land, and they put it out. Uh, absolutely and completely for free it yep. is their fourth album this year and like that's not a thing that i get to say all that often <laughs> but um i honestly think that this new record is my favorite of the four that they have made this year an album that kind of gets back to what makes king gizzard and the lizard wizard great to begin with just a straight up groovy occasionally weird occasionally wild and consistent and interesting record. Adam, what's yeah. good for you this week? Uh, I've fallen into a little bit of a black metal hole recently, um, both new Sounds and Sounds horrifying. Old. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Definitely just been what I've been listening to recently. So just as, as a scattergun, um, some recommendations for people who like black metal um, or who like metal uh, in general and who want to check out some things. Last year saw the release of an Earthbreaker album called Rhea, and oh, I've been revisiting so that. It's good. my favourite metal album from last year. Uh, it's Me very, too. very good. There is an album that came out this year um, by a German black metal band called Die Weg eine Freiheit, um, which means uh, the way of liberty, if you wanted to have the German translation there. Uh, the album's called Finisterra, kind of more traditional black metal stuff. And there's also another album which I think has been a bit of a sleeper, but I think it deserves way more recognition than it gets, uh, by Bossa de Naga, which is B-O-S-S-E-D-E-N-A-G-E. Um, and uh, they put out an album called All Fours, which again is kind of doing that kind of new wave black metal thing but it's just awesome so they've been three albums that I've really been uh, liking kind of in a, in a similar realm I've been scratching a particular musical itch for me recently that maybe some other people have Nathan mm. good for you um, am I allowed to pick a non-musical of course, of course you can. I'm going to just pick the most recent season of Nathan for you because it's just been <laughs> off the chain because it was literally designed for you yeah well it yeah. feels like it well no it surely it's for everyone else if I'm yeah. Nathan <laughs> if you don't know the show it's like a weird reality comedy cringy thing where um, Nathan Fielder, a comedian, uh, goes around helping small businesses uh, through promotional stunts that are complicated and bad, sort of. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, it's, it, there's more to it than that. Um, and you should watch it. It's very cringy, but it's, it's amazing and very clever. And the new season's been great and has kind of pushed a lot of the, the limits of the things he's built up in previous seasons 
Um, and it's just been great. And myself, I really enjoyed the new EP, debut EP by uh, band Mezco, Sydney yeah. band, friends of mine. But it's just remarkably excellent, like electro pop music. It's really groovy. The EP is called Polychronic. It's mm. um, on Spotify and uh, SoundCloud, places to listen to. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, M E Z K O. They're on Facebook. They play semi regularly. They put on a hell of a show. It's just really dark synthy kind of 80s new waves like that but with a yeah. real crunchy groove that it's like a goth gold frat it fully is like goth it's gold so frat. Yeah, sick yeah, yeah it's just like it's, it's sexy and weird and just like just endlessly groovy and just great stuff mezco's debut ep polychronic unreal thanks to fbi radio for having us fbiradio.com thanks adam thanks for engineering doing doing your job preach at hottest 100s on twitter hottest 100s uh, and thousands at gmail.com facebook.com slash hottest 100 and thousands tell us what you think we're reading out everything yeah, yeah. carte blanche <laughs> <laughs> reading it out yeah if it goes anywhere oh. near us we're reading it everything we're not cowards unlike republica probably Oy. good I'm glad we're here how is the campaign going I don't know <laughs> Repu- republica I'll, I'll update you once we're closer to time <laughs> Does that work? When is the Nepalese election? Republica, are you ready to go? 7th of December. (laughs) We are starting a campaign. We're ready to go. Are you? What is Republica? We're ready to go. Cher Bahadur Diabar is ready to go. Are you? (laughs) Tweet at Republica as much as you can. Hashtag, why not ready to go? (laughs) Hashtag, why not ready to go? South Republica, speak up, please. (laughs) Are you with him? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Was arrested for bullying 90s band Republica online. Also interfering with international politics. Hottest 100s and thousands wanted for international crimes of cyberbullying. Are we sure he's a good guy? Like, no, we checked up on this dude. Oh, great. He's a piece of shit. Oh, no, he's he's the. Bringing the pro racist party. (laughs) That's the name of the party. We should have checked that. (laughs) Ready to go. No. Um, He's part of Nepali Congress, uh, which is the center left political party. All right, that's okay. He's like the Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Look, we'll take what we can get. (laughs) Center left's all right. Also, he has like a 60% um, approval, like. He's nine percent off the perfect rating. So, like, so Republica, look, I just don't want you to be on the wrong side of history. This is a slam dunk for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Saffron, please. Like it's it's easy politics. Just like uh, I I don't understand why we're still having a conversation. We figured it out with just like a uh, couple of minutes of googling. Yeah. How hard can it be? Ready to go. <laughs> on behalf of Mr. Nathan Harrison. Ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> on behalf of Mr. Andrew McDonald. Ready to go. And on behalf of Mr. Adam Buncher, don't leave. Don't leave. Don't. Come on. My name is David James Young, and everything is good for you. That was supposed to be a fucking reverse one, goddammit. <laughs> Try it again. Everything is good for you. I really want to join the Navy. <laughs> <laughs>